0: Hello everyone and welcome to Cathartic Yelling, the show that inspired J.D. Salinger to write The Catcher in the Rye, the book that inspired Mark David Chapman to kill John Lennon, thus making us indirectly responsible for Lennon's death. I'm Thomas Snapley, and back on the right side of the Mason Dick's mind is my partner in crime, and in life, Corey
1: Squall. Thank you, platonic acquaintance. As always, before we get started, Tom, we want to thank our sponsor for today's show, and this episode of Cathartic Yelling is brought to you by My Dogs A Racist. How often does this happen to you? You're walking your dog behind a minority, and you accidentally mumble something racist. The other person hears what you said, turns around, and confronts you about it. A common occurrence, for sure. But with My Dog's a Racist, you can get off scot-free. My Dog's a Racist is a remote-controlled voice playback system designed to fit snugly into your dog's collar and help you pin the blame on your canine. When your racist remarks get you into hot water, simply push a button on the remote and one of eight different racist remarks will be played from the unit, helping you to pass the blame to your dog. That's My Dogs a Racist, now available in sexist, homophobic, and anti-Semitic varieties. Awesome,
0: so thanks to our sponsor today for keeping the wheels going on Cathartic Yelling. Let's get right into the show today, Corey. We got a busy show, we say this every week, but we're busy people. So, uh, on a little bit of a somber note, um, Cody, anonymously, he's... um. He's left us, and he—he he was gone.
1: He has left us, Tom. It—it's hard to cope with. Um, in the group chat, that is, he's uh, abandoned us in the group chat. So we don't have. I mean, I don't really, know why. I don't really know why. Don't
0: know. I have to clarify that. I thought I thought I was pretty clear when Just, I said he left.
1: I agree. Um, he's in a better place. Yeah. Not in the group mm-hmm. chat. <laughs> but. Just, just want to make sure we pull out all the stops. We would hate for someone to misinterpret that. Um, but so, you know, didn't, didn't get the full dose of dumb shit this week. But in a way, Tom, if you think about it, leaving was the dumbest shit he could have done by a long shot. So really, like, everything was exactly how it should be. Yes,
0: and in respect for Cody, I would like to have a moment of silence for him leaving. That was a great moment I couldn't. Like, I couldn't agree um. anymore. All right, so we have some big news uh, on the horizon. It's that time of the year that a lot of people are announcing things. And, you know, so everyone thinks they can make a change. And you know what, Corey? I think we can make a change positively for really all of America.
1: I'd agree. I think, you know, Tom, there, there's a lot of hardship and problems in the world, and who better to solve them than you and me, two 20-somethings with no real-world experience? Uh, and so we, uh, we decided to take the plunge that I think a lot of other people are, are doing right now, Tom, and uh, we are pleased to announce that we are running for the 2020 presidential election. Yes, now I know what
0: some of you are thinking. You said, oh, 20-somethings. Well, you guys can't be in office, but if you combine our ages, we're of legal age to be president, so um, we can do this.
1: Two heads, two heads are better than one, and together we, ha- we have those two it's heads. It's been a
0: one-president system now for over 250 years, and I think it's time we change that.
1: And Tom, our, uh, our platform for this election is fiscally liberal, comedically gifted, morally reprehensible and uh i think you know a lot of a lot of politicians have trouble staying true to their campaign promises i don't think we'll have an issue with that one
0: no and another thing to kind of go off of we want the rich to be poor and the poor to be dead and if you're one of those poor who turn rich then you'll be dead so be careful but we're going to go with that and i really think we can make the change here and really be what's right for the country and honestly like let's let's just be honest America's a world power. I think we could
1: say the world. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Tom, uh, to quote everyone's favorite band, Smash Mouth, um, from their hit single, All Star, we could all use a little change. And uh, I think that's what we could bring to the table.
0: I couldn't agree more. So everyone, make sure you get out there and vote. We'll probably... We'll we'll be on ballots all over the nation. But if you want to write us in and get us a little flair be sure to do so again. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at YellingPod. So let's, let's get our message out there. Let's give the people what they want. So Co- And they want us. And, and boy, do they. So, Corey, you have <laughs> a very interesting couple of things that we got to get to in this episode. And you know what? We have a couple listed here, but I want to kind of give you the baton here and have you run with this. What are some things that... Okay either bother you or you find it joyous
1: um all right so we're gonna we'll start with the positives before we get into the negatives because i think why don't why why shouldn't we end on a low note like we did. <laughs> um so like always um so one of the things that amazes me most and i take the most joy in this just because it is so ridiculous tom is you know we we've seen it's we've seen it happen a lot this year um Kind of shockingly, um, we've seen a lot of like politicians go down for like wearing blackface and way yeah. back when, which that makes it seem like it was too long ago, wearing blackface, which is objectively frowned upon, like you should not paint your skin to look like another race. Um, but the the weirdest thing to me, and again it's it's good in a terrible way. Um, you can wear blackface in shows as long as it is not the actor wearing blackface, but it is the actor portraying a character who is wearing blackface. So I, we saw it in Tropic Thunder. Robert Downey Jr. was not portraying a black character. He was portraying a white character who did blackface. Um, there's a, a stage play called Lend Me a Tenor where they do the same thing. It is a white guy doing an opera, uh, a tello, which, in Otello, the lead does blackface. So, in Lend Me a Tenor, the guy playing that will do blackface in 2019. And it to me, like, it's just so, it's backwards. Like, you have to, you're allowed to do blackface as long as you're not really doing blackface. But, like, if you do blackface, you do blackface. There's no way around it. Like, it's still being done. Someone is still painting their face black. So, I just think, like, it is the most bonkers shit to be able to do that and it's just like it's accepted but it should not be but it's it's amazing that it's accepted and you know
0: part of me wants to just tie this into another reference and say oh this is like that but there's not much like it but you kind of said it very well you can get away with it as long as you're not doing it you're playing someone who's doing it and it's a very very weird weird subtlety but somehow it's still holding up now i wonder how long that's gonna take being the way society is but as of this moment you're right it's still kind of accepted just in the terms of you're playing someone who's doing it
1: yeah and like on a a higher more noticeable scale like was it Scarlett Johansson who was playing a character that was traditionally Asian and they were like, oh, we're just going to CGI her face to look more Asian. I don't know any more about it because I'm just going off of the news I see on Twitter, which, of course, is a very reliable news source.
0: Yeah, always. It Wasn't it she was playing an LGBT character or I think was that another actress? It
1: very well could have been Scarlett Johansson as well. She's been in hot water with, with like this exact same thing. Very frequently in the past couple months, it seems.
0: And this is why we're not in show business. This is why we're going to be in political office. So uh, we could could fix these things. So
1: we can change it. Yes. Blackface is banned in all fronts when uh, Tom and Corey take office.
0: Yes. No more jazz singer. People can't watch that movie anymore. And that (laughs) movie is also fake news because it is not the first movie that has words in it. And a good journalist would tell you which (laughs) one does. But I'm not a good journalist. So, moving right along. So
1: I'm impressed you even knew that much. So, kudos to you, Tom. Hey, listen.
0: So, Corey, now to <laughs> kind of circle back to what you really don't like. And one of these things I know, but one of these things I don't. So, I want to figure out what I don't know first. You... So, the NBA playoffs are going on. Uh, LeBron's not in it. And his old teammate, Kevin Love, is also not in it. And you don't like Kevin Love. And can you tell me why I hate?
1: Yeah, I so I hate Kevin Love. There's no no way around it. Um, and his last name is a lie. It, his name should be Kevin Disdain. Um, because that's how I feel for him. Um, and there's I, I'm gonna I've warned you up front already. This is not like some deeply intense personal hatred. This is the most childish hatred ever. But it will stay with me until the day I die like if my last words before I go off into the great beyond I was poetic right um Boy. if my last words are I hate Kevin Love I'm okay with that I think there are much worse things that I could say uh at the end of my life so if I hate Kevin Love is it I'm I'm good um so the reason that we're all waiting for as I ramble aimlessly for eternity uh that I hate Kevin Love is again very simple Tom, have you, are you familiar with the NBA 2K basketball video game series? Of course. Okay. So, like, the first time I ever played it, this was, like, 2016, 2017, I was playing, and I knew nothing about the NBA at the time. So I was playing, and I was like, ah, I only want to shoot three-pointers because I do not know enough about this game to do anything else. So, I'm going to shoot a bunch of three pointers. And I asked my buddy who I was playing with, which, oh, it was uh, uh, TJ, as you may remember from episode one of Cathartic Killing. I was like, who on this team? And I was playing as whatever team Kevin Love was on at the time. I was like, who on this team can shoot three pointers? He's like, oh, Kevin Love is so good at shooting three pointers. I'm like, okay. So, I just kept passing the ball to Kevin Love to shoot three pointers. And he missed every single one. And I was like, I was just so angry. Because I should have been doing very well. And Kevin Love ruined my chances of winning a video game. Um, and then that disgust just grew and grew. Uh, he was like a sponsor for chocolate milk, which is a weird thing to be a sponsor for in general. Because like, you don't have to advertise chocolate milk. People are just going to know that chocolate milk is a thing. Um, no one's discovering chocolate milk for the first time. And no one owns um,
0: chocolate milk. It's not Gatorade versus <laughs> Powerade or Coke versus Pepsi. Like, No one owns chocolate
1: milk. Right, it's it's the big chocolate cow conglomerate that's just trying to push it down our throats. Um but so like I was mad when I saw Kevin Love in a chocolate milk commercial. I was like you are ruining the good name of chocolate milk. Like keep your grimy hands off of something that I love. Uh and that's my hatred for Kevin Love.
0: Well, uh first of all, I just want to say that it is 100% vetted. And no one should good. ever tell you that you don't have a good reason to, because two, 2K games are very high stakes, or as radio host Mike Francesa calls those games, Y 2K? Um, but yeah, no, that's a very, very reasonable. And yeah, Thank you. Um, really, I, I don't have anything else. Nothing witty or funny, probably because I'm not either of those. So another thing you hate is the Netflix show Stranger Things. I know this one hits home, Corey. And it's another story that I love. So please.
1: Yeah, this is probably even more tragic, Tom, than me losing a game of NBA 2K at the hands of Kevin Love. Um, This is a story of heartbreak, tragic sadness. I'm running out of words. So, to to get to the bottom line, I have never seen Stranger Things. This is not me being like, oh, I don't like their production value. I don't like their writing. I don't like the actors. This is a matter of morals and standards. And when I was in high school, Tom, I got together with a couple of buddies and I was like, hey, let's write a sitcom. So, we started writing a sitcom that for the past four years has not been touched in any way, shape, or form. But it doesn't matter. We have a script. And we had gotten a handful of episodes in and I was like, oh, we, we need a name for this show. And I was like, you know, Stranger Things would be a great name because it's like it's a comedy with a bunch of weird things happening. The expression Stranger Things have happened and then the fact that there are just strange things going on in the show. And there was also a stranger helping to like drive the plot at that point in the show. So it's like Stranger Things. Perfect name. It does not exist as a TV show yet. It's going to be great. And then like a year later, I'm on Twitter and I'm seeing like Netflix posts and trailers for this show called Stranger Things. And I am just like sitting there heartbroken and I will never get over it. I refuse to watch the show because of that. I still have the original scripts in my computer hard drive in a folder labeled Stranger Things that has not been touched since long before Stranger Things was ever made. So you can guarantee that this was my idea that Netflix stole and hopefully will pay uh, their dues and make it up to me in some way. Um, but I'm just beyond mad and heartbroken, and that will—that is a wound that time will never heal. You know, I, I'm mad for you, and
0: the thing is, I'm mad at myself for having watched this show before I knew this. So, if you're a true cathartic young listener, boycott Stranger Things. Uh, don't watch it because it's really at the end of the day it's it's infringement it, whether or not you call it a gimmick whether or not you call it copyright it's it's money that really should be yours and as your running mate, what's yours is mine so it's money that should be ours and i'm really upset that it's not ours because i could use that money aren't these kids like 12 really what are upset. they doing with it
1: i don't know not, i don't pay attention not paying off college <laughs> loans yeah no, nah, i'm I'm really upset that you're trying to steal what's mine. You are no better than Netflix, Tom, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But still, boycott stranger things. that's that's where I'm trying to get with this, everyone. That is the bottom line. And you know what if you want to boycott Netflix, um you can subscribe to Tom and mine's new uh, video streaming service, uh, Corey and Tom's online video streaming service um it, patent pending. It, it'll
0: have our uh, political videos as well as our other videos. So you really get to see both sides of us, so you know we're not fake and pandering.
1: Yes, we certainly do not pander, uh, mostly because half of this podcast doesn't even really know what pandering means. Um, so yeah, it just basically we're good and other things are bad. I think that, Tom, that's really the overarching theme of this show.
0: I really think so. You know who probably agrees with that? Daniel Jones. We're still trying to get him on the podcast, people. <laughs> All right, so moving right along, I. It's the other day I got very upset. There was an Oreo in a Tupperware, chocolate-covered Oreo. So I went and I reached inside, got a bad sweet tooth. I bit in. Corey, you know there's different flavored creams of Oreos, or there's a different kind. There's the golden Oreos. Back in the day, there was the uh-oh Oreos. There's chocolate. There's mint. Y- y- you're-, you're getting it, right?
1: I'm familiar with the types of Oreos, yes. I've had
0: them. Guess what kind of Oreo I bit into the other day.
1: Why don't you tell us, Tom? A fucking Peeps
0: Oreo. Who the hell thought this was a good idea? Now, I will say, and I know I'm in the minority here, I like Peeps. I don't mind Peeps in their purest form, but you know what I don't want with Peeps? Crunchy cookie chocolate. Who the hell decided have a peeps oreo and then to put chocolate over it who in my family brought this over put chocolate on a peeps oreo and expected someone to eat it and like it i that's probably why they left it here because they knew no one in their house would (laughs) eat it but i was the sucker who ate it and i'm still mad about it really
1: i'm like kind of tempted to try it just because it sounds interesting and even if it's bad like certain certain terrible things you just need to experience for yourself Uh, yeah really grasp Add this to
0: the list of food things we'll do that'll go on our streaming service that we try, that we try and make you try, that you won't like Jelly being one of them, um, as well as some yeah. other things. We'll have to have our producer, Cody Decker, when, you know, he eventually <laughs> comes back from the other side, uh, sift through the episodes and see what else we promised the listeners we'd get to. And another thing about Oreos. So I was told, uh, I love peanut butter, and I don't think that's a secret. I was told the other day to dip your Oreo in peanut butter. Um, I, yes. I, I didn't do it. I'm probably not going to do it, but what's your opinion on it?
1: I, I think I was skeptical the first time I had heard it too, but it is like absurdly good. I don't even understand why, but the flavors just mesh so freaking well. Hmm. Like, it's so good.
0: Hmm. You may have swayed me. All right, so that'll... <laughs> That's all it takes. Yeah, it really doesn't take Tom, much. Tom,
1: you are an easy easy person to win over. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that, that's all there
0: is to that. Uh, in other news, so we are a big news podcast as well. Party City is closing down 45 stores. And for those who know me, I worked at Party Fair for about six years of my life. And Party Fair, it's your time to shine now. No longer the little brother to the big corporations. And Tom and Corey will make sure that Party Fair reigns supreme. Can't promise that. But, you know, it kind of warms the heart a little bit. Just a little bit.
1: If that's what makes you happy, Tom, I will not argue with it, but I will secretly and silently resent you for it.
0: Okay. And speaking of happy, I'm not there. I'm not happy, but I do want to issue a formal apology to spring. I said it was a very overrated season. I said I didn't like it and I'm sorry. Spring. I'm sorry. I don't, I like how you're not that hot in the morning and not that hot at night. I just don't like your humidity. I couldn't commit a hundred percent to you, but I'm sorry. I like you, and I really wish I could take back my words and hope you forgive me. So, spring. I'm sorry. Please take me back. You
1: should get like a, you should get a dehumidifier, but like a giant one, and just keep it outside during spring. That way, like it'll dehumidify the air, and then you don't have to worry about it being too humid. Sounds great. If anyone
0: has an industrial-sized dehumidifier, send it over to me. Corey great job today sorry for making you relive a lot of traumatic experiences but that's why it's podcasting to everyone next week